Well, good evening, Demon fans, and welcome to the Demon Land podcast. Uh, my name is Andy, and I think I can feel that veil of negativity hovering over my head like a dark cloud, but hopefully by discussing what transpired on Saturday with my co-host, Grape Viney, it will somehow, somewhat help alleviate this pain and sorrow that's been that following this football club sometimes brings Grape Viney. Are you able to transfer some of your usual positivity uh, to assist me in getting out of this funk known as the first round blues? Uh, I'm pretty relaxed about things, Andy, I've got to say. Um, sure, we've blown finals chances now, <laughs> but I think the year is about uh, uh, restoring dignity and a bit of pride in the jumper and playing the kids, obviously. So plenty to look forward to in the remaining 21 rounds. Well, great. Um, well, uh, hopefully you can uh, bring, bring me back up to a, a normal state. Uh, if you would like to join this program tonight to discuss any of the topics that we talk about, you can give us a call on 0390163666 or you can Skype us at Demonland31. If you're listening to the show live, you can join us in our chat room where you can ask questions or post comments by heading over to demonland.com slash podcast. If you're listening to this at your leisure via SoundCloud on demonland.com or via iTunes or an Android podcasting app, be sure to subscribe to the show to receive updates when a new show drops. Don't forget to leave us a favourable review to help more people find us. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash demonland31, on Twitter at demonland, on Instagram at demonland31, or on YouTube, just search for Demonland Podcast and listen to some of the great interviews that we've conducted with current and past players and coaches. Or if you just love talking about the D's 24-7 all year round, why not join up to demonland.com and chat with other D's fans about this great club. And with all that out of the way, well, I don't know. Are we a great club? Yeah, well, yes. Well, one week on, one week off. Um, a once great club, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm not quite at panic stations yet, but uh, this seemed like a, a bankable win. When I, when I was looking at the fixture at the beginning of the year, I looked at this game, and even knowing our history with you know these false dawns that we've had in the past few years and where round one has let us down, I, I banked this one as a win, and we didn't get it. Uh, round one always tosses up a few surprises, so you've got to factor that in. Um, I think we've seen that the top uh, few teams all struggled. West Coast game was very similar to ours. They started like a house on fire, and then uh, were pretty much done, um, uh, sort of by half time, midway through the second. Um, Richmond won, but not too convincingly, and Collingwood uh, didn't, weren't much chopped, particularly in the first half. So, um, yeah, not a lot to panic about at this stage. And I think uh, when you take into account the number of uh, off off, uh, post-season surgeries that we had, um, and, the, and the delayed start, uh, plus a, a very hot day, and that explains why we looked cooked um, early in the second quarter. And we'll talk about those surgeries and stuff in a sec because I've got sort of a list of it, but just going back to the other games you mentioned, uh, Richmond didn't look flash, but they still banked the win. Um, I would have been happy in the end if we didn't look flash and we banked a win. Um, mm. West Coast, you know, considering that the Eagles, they were away, they've got so many home games that, They'll, you know, I, I wouldn't be worried if I were them. Um, but then I look at our draw, you know, the Collingwood-Geelong game, yeah, whatever. But w- yep. look at our our 
draw, particularly in the first few games, and you know we could be staring down the barrel barrel of zero and two. Um, Look, we might have inflated expectations, um, which I think are reasonable in the circumstances. The last four games of last year, uh, we looked since uh, um, last four penultimate games of last year, next to last, uh, we looked sensational, and we heard a lot over the uh, over the summer about the brand. We all saw that brand on display, and I think we came in perhaps expecting that. We would see it now going forward. You know, you know, you can't play that kind of footy 100% of the time, but we probably expected to see it 80, 90% of the time, and uh, perhaps it's going to take a little while uh, before we can really play that brand properly again. Um, if players are still uh, getting fitness and touch, yeah, you know, all signs were pointing to us being underdone uh, for round one, and we went deep into 2018. Uh, we started training almost a month later than other teams, certainly a month later than Port Adelaide, our opponent this week. Uh, we had a huge off-season uh, surgery list uh, and some of those injuries and some injuries over the pre-season as well. Like we had uh, Oliver, double so- shoulder surgery, Jack Viney, ankle surgery, Neville Jetta, shoulder. Um, did he have a knee surgery as well? I'm not sure. I thought someone mentioned that on the on Demonland. Uh, James Harms had shoulder surgery, Vandenberg shoulder surgery, uh, Hunt shoulder surgery, Petraka knee, Mitch Hannon dual knee surgery, uh, Oscar yeah. McDonald had hip surgery, Marty Hall ankle surgery, Melksham ankle surgery, Jake Lever, well, he's not in at the moment, but he also, uh, well, he had his knee surgery last year, but I think he had a procedure this year. Uh, Tom McDonald, I think a few weeks ago, had a minor procedure, and uh, Max was, as we found out uh, this week, yep. was hospitalised uh, for a skin condition and needed antibiotics, whatever. Um, had a procedure as well. Yeah, it's... Uh, and... It's a big list, and it's a, it's a list full of, uh, you know, many of the key players, uh, players in the engine room. So, um, yeah, you're not, not looking for excuses. But I think, you know, if you listen to Goody's presser post-game, the subtext of it was... You know, we've put out the best that we can do given all those circumstances that we've just reeled off. Um, and as we were last year, we'll be primed at the right end of the season. Um, but not if we're zero and four in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, <laughs> this no, is panic Andy coming and out. <laughs> Look, let's see what happens yeah. this week um, and how different it is. I just watched Jordan Lewis on uh, AFL 360 and he said, Look, you know, for all the other reasons that there were, uh, one is that the effort, um, the effort just wasn't there, um, as in not working hard enough. So, uh, you know, if we see the effort and the intensity come back this week, then I think other things will be forgiven. Um, yeah, that intensity. I mean, uh, I think one of the most disappointing things as well was we didn't just have a, we had that scoreless. Not just to have that scoreless last quarter, but we didn't kick another goal from with 15 minutes remaining in the, um, in the third, third term. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time not not kicking a goal and barely touch, barely hitting the scoreboard. Um, Jack Viney, he he should not have played. He I, I noticed. I didn't say it to the guys I was sitting with, but I noticed him limping in in the warm up. Sort of when he came on the ground, he was sort of limping, not a pronounced limp. He, he looked really, really underdone. And the, considering the um, 
minutes on the ground, uh, they knew that as well. Why, why play him? Yeah, look, it's hard to know, isn't it? He's got strapping on his knee. We know there's been the toe or the foot issue foot, in the yeah. past. Um, you know, there was talk of getting a corky and then there's also the knock that he apparently got um, uh, a training um, sort of the week before. So yeah. who knows what it is, whether it's a combination of all those things and it'll be interesting to see uh, whether his name is in the 22 pick for this week. Given that, it, look, he, he had an absolute shocker. I think somebody on one of the TV shows said it was probably his worst AFL game, and uh, he did. He appeared to be running in quicksand, as many have mentioned. And it wasn't just him. It was the other co-captain. I think Jones played one of his the worst games I've ever seen him play, and we know how good he's been over the years. He's carried us for years. I'm not ready to, uh, you know, put a cross through him through him yet but that that was one of the worst games I've seen him play and that drop mark was uh, and he said he's embarrassed about it as well but yeah that yeah was, I, I think it's out. a bit harsh on Jones I actually thought up until up until the uh, three-quarter time he was okay he started actually quite well and I actually caught a little bit of the replay the other night and um, he did a few good things but he had a horror last quarter yeah. um, some have suggested that he was sort of pump full of injections to help him to play and that's why I dropped the mark but if you look at the replay he's clearly taking his eye yeah, off the ball it, it, at the last minute yeah, to yeah. have a look what's happening further closer towards goal um, which is you know um, the timing was terrible uh, and it looked terrible but it happens yeah. you know 20 times a season so uh, you know it's hard to get too grumpy about that, as as pivotal as it was, really. You, you mentioned um, that, given the circumstances. You mentioned that he looked, uh, he took his eyes off off sort of the footy to look downfield. I, I notice we do that a lot, not take our eyes off the footy, but as soon as they get it, they're very quick to look to try and palm it off to someone else. And some, obviously, that's the team rule. Sometimes I think, are they trying to palm it off to give it to someone else? because they don't want to have the set shot. But I've noticed that a lot. Uh, Melksham kicking to, to Petrarca. It happens quite a bit, yeah. I think. T-Mac I saw a and stat Melksham. also that our game had the most play-ons from, uh, from marks, um, I think, in the history or for a, a huge number of years anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting and obviously backed up by the stats. But um, it's funny because at other times we look really slow to move the ball, didn't we? And there wasn't a lot of, um, for all of that uh, movement around that you're talking about, there wasn't a lot of bringing it back into the centre and sort of um, switching play for that fast movement. Yeah, we um, sort of hugged the boundary quite a yep. bit and we kept doing it. Um, hmm, yeah. Uh, but look, we also, we looked, we, we looked slow. Um, you know, we were beaten in close by some rookies. Uh I think I've lost uh, Great Viney there for a moment. I might just uh, quickly try and get him back. Um, let's have a look. I'll turn down these uh, Skype sounds for a moment. Um, while we're just waiting uh, for Great Viney, let's uh, see if we can get him back. I am back. Oh, I'm you not are... sure what happened there. Apologies. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I just said we, we look slow. Uh, we were beaten in close by some rookies. Uh, we were killed on the spread uh, for the second week in a row, if you count the uh, the JLT as a bigger match. You know, we didn't have a plan B for Gorn, uh, given that he went in, you know, he had a procedure. 
Um, should we have played Pruce? Uh, are you in that camp that we might, should have mm. considered? Well, we went, at, we, went at, we went up against two Ruckman, and uh, it was my understanding, did, did we get Pruce in uh, as a backup for Gorn if Gorn goes down, or did we get it to combat you know, the dual Ruckman situations? And, and this week seemed like one of those dual Ruckman situations where the opposition has two pretty strong um, big men. Look, probably the answer to that's probably a bit of both, but uh, by all reports, Proust didn't set the world on fire in the uh, in the Casey game. Yep. So it may well be that he's got a bit to learn about, you know, either the craft or the systems um, before before he does come in for those games. Um, look, you know, in hindsight, it looks like he should have played because Max. Max was struggling for a number of reasons, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not in that camp. No, not necessarily. Um, so, do we... uh, but look, you're right that we got absolutely beaten on the on outside run and spread, and too many players all game got sucked into the contest. You had three or four um, players all going for the one guy with the ball, and that left Port, um, you know, several Port players on the outside just ready to to take it and go um, as soon as they got possession. So um, it was sort of, yeah, we saw old habits, old bad habits creeping back in. Um, we'd largely um, uh, we'd largely gotten rid of that uh, habit um, last year, but, uh, yeah, it, it was absolutely there in abundance on the weekend. And we also seem to make Jack, uh, Jack Watts look really tough. <laughs> So that's a... Well, as I pointed out to you on the day, Jack um, Jack took some of the gloss off that hit on Oliver by stopping um, and taking his eyes off the footy and looking back to see whether Oliver was okay. So um, certainly the nice the nice guy, Jack, um, yeah, he can't suppress it no matter what, what happens. But look, good on him. Uh, he played a good game. Um, but, you know, he played a number of games like that for Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I saw his interview afterwards and that was nice and good luck to him. But he's also had a number of those moments throughout the years. You know, it's the waking up and the, the waking up of Jack Watts and this could be the turning point. And, uh, yeah, I've heard it all before. He got uh, he got two coaches' votes. Um, do you think that was uh, goody? Um <laughs> Or do you think his coach gave him, or it was a split one, one apiece? Um, well, I think someone else got a one. I think no, two people well, got, a one, got a one. No, Salem got a one, so it couldn't two, have been yeah. one apiece. Someone's given him two. Someone's given I him two. I think it was probably uh, Hinkley giving his player a boost. Okay, very nice. <laughs> um, our disposal uh, efficiency um, wasn't great. Uh, got a couple of stats here. Um Hibbard, 67%, Melksham, 62%, Viney, 60 uh, Nibbler, 60 Brayshaw, 57 and Hunt, 50 um, Yeah, Dean's F has just asked in the chat room our thoughts on Hunt. Um, well, look, like most, he didn't have a great game. I, I Look, I noticed there was one time when he did run through the centre. He did lower his, you know, the, the big 
uh, complaint about him was that he do- doesn't lower his eyes and just bombs it in. I think he's improved that. But look, n- no one, with the exception of, I think, Salem, had an outstanding game. Um, no. Brayshaw and Melksham were okay. Yeah, yeah. Brayshaw, just my, my issue with him is, is that he can get the ball. He finds it a lot. Um, mainly it's just his disposal at times. He just sort of bombs it up in the air, but he gets a lot of it, and he's yeah. a very good footballer. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about um, about Hunt. Um, um, it was good to see that run because that was a bit of a throwback yeah. to uh, to 217 yeah. and the Jaden that we like. Um, so, yeah, uh, Probably just got a pass. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he'll get to get a flick. Um, Do you think? uh, You know, we noticed we mentioned about uh, you know we were slow and on the you know beaten on the spread. Do you think and Gorn sort of getting bullied and no one sort of sticking up for him and uh, sort of. uh, Do you think the blueprint to beat us, which the Eagles showed everyone in 2018? is there is to for play all... us in hot weather? <laughs> yeah, well, that that too uh, it, it was bloody hot. But then again, they had to play in the hot weather as well, and you know it didn't seem to bother them. But yeah, we played the Eagles in hot weather. But uh, is do you think other teams are uh, they you know were found out or we'll see time um, will tell. Look, our our game plan is very work intensive. Um, you know, it requires uh, it requires those second and third and fourth efforts uh, and hard running both ways. Um, and I think that, yeah, perhaps we, you know, um, our work rate, if it drops off or isn't at the optimum level, perhaps we can be beaten. Um, but I think uh, probably that the, you know, the drafting uh, of uh, uh, College Asney, um, is aimed at addressing that. Um, so, yeah. Look, look you know, it's, it's less about actual speed than it is about ball movement. When we move the ball well, we move it as quick as, as, quick as anybody. And it doesn't rely on, on um, you know, on sort of sheer pace. It's, it's how you move the ball. Yeah, I think there, there was um, a... So I think that that's more important. There was a thread about the speed... Um, on, on Demon Land this this week, and I agreed with some of the posters who say that it's not just about the speed; it's how you move the ball. It's it's uh, you know your accuracy by foot and by hand, um, and finding sort of loose players. And I agree with that. You don't never sort of say, um, you know, we would have won that game had we had more pace. It's more about sort of your being able to find targets. Um, yeah. Uh, and look, in terms of disposal efficiency, I watched a fair f- most of the round one games, and the skills were deplorable across the board. There were spilled marks, uh, kicks out on the full, um, you know, kicks that fell short and went over, um, and you know, everyone's rusty in round one. So, I wouldn't read too much into that at this stage. Um... What did you think of our two big forwards? Um, they didn't have much of an imp- impact. Um, I, I thought no. kicking into the forward line again wasn't great, uh, and sometimes it was just kicked into a pack and both guys would fly for it. Or there were a few times where it went over the heads or or, or T-Mac just was able to get one, one arm up to the ball. 
Um, yeah, I think, you know, and again, having watched most of the games, all teams were fairly predictable going forward. Um, and I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Goody to get innovative with the 666 and the dust will settle and he'll watch other teams and he'll work out some way to to um, to use it to our benefit. But most sides seem to be very predictable going forward and it was just a kick to the contest, you know, sort of at the top of the square. We did that too. And I wonder whether there's not a better way to set up, um, you know, whether it's to give uh, uh, Wiedemann room to lead in or whether it's tracker one out in the square. Um, you're right, neither Weed nor T-Mac had great games. It was great. Weed's one contested mark that oh. he took, or that that really, uh, that huge pack mark. I mean, that was that was a, a really top contested yeah. grab. We know um, he can do it. <laughs> you know, we've seen that. Yep. I want to see more of it. Um, the media was playing up uh, about how we would be just dominate, we would benefit the most from the 666. Uh, but I just don't see this at the moment, um, you know. Yeah, again, I'd give it a few weeks yeah. while coaches work something out. We know Goody's pretty innovative um, in that way. Um, I just wonder about the loss of Jesse and all things being equal, if he had been out there, you know, assuming... Uh, he wasn't going through the issues that he was going through and he was still at the club. You know, there's a lot of criticism and commentary on Demon Land that he was no good against really good teams. Um, well, that still leaves about 12 or 14 games in the year where he was influential and very good. And I wonder how much we're going to miss his contribution. Uh, you know, I've got plenty of faith in Weed and, um, uh, we, you know, we know how good uh, Tommy is, but... Uh, you know, Jesse's Jesse's a good player. Well, what did he kick? Forty or fifty goals last year? Just under fifty, I think so, he finished on forty-eight or forty-nine, perhaps. So. If if someone doesn't step up and kick those goals, then we're down fifty goals. Uh, yep. Or if someone kicks twenty-five, we're, we're down half of that. So, you know, Weed's got to step up to the plate. Um, you know, T Mac last year did kicked a lot of goals so yeah someone's got to step up or or another small small forward uh do, do you think we're lacking in the small forward department yep. um certainly definitely you know uh you know we had garlet he's injured um last year we had kent uh when he wasn't injured um hannon i think's a bit of a loss uh, you know people on Land, you know there's a lot of debate is he best 22 i think he is um yep you know, sort of always bobs up for a couple of goals. Yeah, I think he finished the year strongly. Yeah, he did. I thought. Yeah, and yeah, all things being equal, he would have been in the team this year. Yeah, um, I would have thought. Um, positives. Um, I thought Salem was excellent. Well, what, what did you think of Sparrow and Wayne? Well, that's. I was just about they were oh, the two. Uh, yep. I, they were two of my positives. I, I, I liked. Uh, I liked Wagner and I liked Sparrow as well, but. Obviously, they're not two guys that are going to make the difference and elevate us. But I, I was happy with their and games. Neither's a small forward. No, no, no. Even though Sparrow kicked a kicked a goal, um, you know, a nice uh, small forwards goal. Um, yeah, they they were part of my positives. Um, as I've said, I don't think they're going to be match winners yet. But um, yeah, certainly better. Um, the two backmen, Omac and Frost, 
thought looked a bit out of their depth at times. Um, and look, May's going to come back this week, but I don't think just having May there is going to straighten us up as we thought uh, as, as we thought that he would. No. Um, Frost was sort of commended at the end of last year for the job that he did on Hawkins. Does he stay in the team for that? Well, it just depends. If, if May's going to go to Hawkins, um, and yeah. I don't know, do we oh, play yeah, May or not? Yeah. Yeah. May's quick enough to go with Hawkins, isn't he? Yeah, but I guess yes. you, you, need a, you need a backup if it doesn't work. And we know what happened last time we played uh, Geelong at Geelong. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, Petty. Or it, it, I think Declan said that he rolled his ankle, so yeah. I don't know whether he'll be fit for this game, but there's a number of people suggesting Petty should come in and that both OMAC and Frost should be dropped this week. I don't think that's going to happen, but... I don't think they're going to drop both of them. Um, May will definitely come in, um, but I don't know. Well, well, before we start talking changes, we'll, I'll just go through the uh, the case of game. Good uh, uh, mate De- uh, Declan uh, gave us a bit of a rundown. He said uh, stretch uh, was good attack on the ball and did well on the inside. Does stretch get a look in, considering that he's fit and someone like you know Viney might not be fit. Do you think you uh, put in a guy who's got a bit of run in his legs? And and don't he think is, of it in terms yeah. of Viney being Viney at full strength uh, and, and that. If Viney is carrying something and isn't 100% fit, do you bring someone else in? Yeah. Uh, you know, the problem with Billy, and we know where he is mm. in the pecking order, Yeah, uh, he's a very vanilla footballer yeah. at this stage, so... What does he bring? He's not uh, um, he's not a fast runner. Um, he's fit and he goes, but his size makes tackling difficult um, on bigger players. So, yeah, I'm just not sure. Uh, Kolodajnic in his uh, first game for the year. Took a little while to get into the game, but reads the ball well off, off half back. And has uh, great skills. Could see him coming into the seniors pretty soon. Uh, do you think he's ready to come in? That's obviously no, we know his skills, but one game, one game. So yeah, he's got a. Uh, you know, if we're whinging about players running in quicksand, yeah, yeah, I would have thought they've got to got to wait till he's ready. All right, as uh, much as I'd love to see him. Then he's got uh, Maynard. Uh, didn't notice him a lot, uh, but he was inside all day, and it's hard to tell with a lot of players around the ball. Um, that doesn't sound like a, a glowing report on, on Maynard. Uh, Brad Key's a bit young. Uh, Bedford, um, again, didn't really notice him, but did a couple of nice things out of the back pocket. That That's interesting that he was played in the back pocket. I, I, I thought he was a forward, um, but maybe they're playing him back to build up his defensive game. Yeah, uh, Bruce. Yeah, I, I thought that too. Yep. Yeah, uh, Bruce uh, was a monster in the ruck around stoppages, but did nothing of note around the ground. Taking, uh, talking to him after the game, uh, he was running around sore. All right, so that's also that's probably also which also might play. have played into selection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think they they might bring him in this week? Because opposition teams are going to be getting into Maxi. Um, do we need another big body in there? 
Well, Geelong tend to only play the one ruck, so yeah. um, it doesn't look. No, like I that. wouldn't have thought so, and not if he's running around sore. And people are sort of saying, "Oh, bring Bruce in, and he can throw his weight around yeah, a bit." Yeah. Well, you don't bring in a ruckman to <laughs> yeah, just to lay tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Not this week. Uh, Josh Wagner, solid game, but made mistakes with the ball. His attack and aggression was great, though. I don't think he'll be getting a call up. Uh, Petty, a great game as the main key defensive peg with some good overhead grabs and spoils until he rolled his ankle in the last quarter. So, don't know what uh, roll the ankle could they be back next out. week, but um, it can also not, you know, can can be a small injury, can be a large injury. We don't know. Uh, yep. ba- Baker, I think he's going to be a good winger, runs hard and fast and hits the ball well. Some sloppy disposals, though. Um, I'd like to see him get a game at some point. Um, not sure if he's yep. ready yet. Um, and uh, Kilty, uh, best forward on the ground by a mile, uh, jumped well at the ball, took a few strong marks, and if not, always brought it to ground. Um, I think he's sort of pushing for, for selection, I think. So, so we'll see. Just ha- it just depends on how tall... Uh, they want to go in our forward line, but it uh, seems like he's been knocking on the door. And also, is uh, because of his work in the ruck uh, yep. that we saw in the JLT could could get him a game to uh, relieve Max. Because that's another thing when um, you know when Sam goes into the ruck, we're down uh, a, a forward basically. So it's something to think about too. Um, yep. so yeah, changes, uh, May definitely comes in who goes out. There's, there's, there's Omac or Frost. One of them probably will come out. I can't see us playing all three in the same team along with Hall. Um, unless Hall's the one to go out. Mm. Could be. Yeah. But other Hall than that. Hall for, uh, for May. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other, yep. other than that, I don't know what they're going to do. It depends on Viney, how he pulls up. Um. Yeah, I think there's training tomorrow, so yeah, we'll know. I guess we'll more. get a better idea of it then. Yep. Um. All right. Well, that's um. That was the uh, the twos wrap up. Um. Injury list as well. Um. Jordan Lewis, it's Tammy, so you would think he's out for at least uh, three to four he weeks. Said, oh, what did he say? On. And this is like, whether you believe him or not. On AFL three hundred and sixty, he said two weeks. Yeah, no, but yep, possibly. Um, I'm just trying to think of his exact words. My understanding was that he'd be a, might be available for the Essendon game. That it was just one more week. Yeah, and that's a that's a Friday night game, so it's um, mm. got a, one extra, one less day recovery. Um, uh, his, the, the history of uh, two and zero. Uh, did you see that? Well, stack? technically speaking, it should be zero. Is and it, two. Sorry, zero and two. <laughs> that's what that's what I was talking about. That's what I meant. Um, since two thousand and ten, forty nine teams have made uh, a zero and two starts to the season. Only three of those, uh, a measly six point five percent, have finished in the top eight at season end. But one of those teams. Uh, was Collingwood last year, and look where they yep. ended up. Um, so if we go by that, um, yeah, that's that's a good sign. And one of them was Sydney. Uh, uh, Sydney were the other two, 2017 and 2014. And that 2017, if you remember, they were zero and six. Yep. 
So, yes, we yeah, can afford to drop the first six games <laughs> and still make the finals. Look, uh, I think there's every chance we'll have a slow start to the year. Um, judging, I saw most of the Essendon game and, uh, you know, at this stage it looks like regardless of how well we're playing, we should be able to get on top of the Bombers again. Uh, I'll, I'll cast, cast your mind back. I can't remember what year it was. Uh, we played a completely depleted Essendon side due to the drugs uh, saga um, in no, round that's two. that's ancient history now. That's ancient history. Okay. Well, I yep. still remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, so um, mm, can can we? Uh, yeah, I I think this start to the year because I think after uh, after Essendon we've got Sydney at the SCG and I don't think we've won at the SCG for a very very long time. Um, I'm actually going to that game. Oh, you are very nice. Yeah, um, and at this stage it's looking like um, a ticket into the ground is almost as much as the airfare. Really, I managed to get so yes. Um, what do they sell out there? Are they? Uh, no, it's just um, I noticed somebody started a thread a few weeks ago about it and said that uh, yeah, decent tickets in the stand were seventy seventy five bucks or something. So anyway, that's crazy. Um, is there anything else we need to uh, to chat about? I, I didn't have a long list on our um, things to talk about uh, this week, so. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, just for people to calm down, I guess. Don't uh, don't burn your scarves just yet. Do you think everyone has been hys- hysterical? Um, There's been plenty of hysteria, um, mainly from the usual suspects, <laughs> but but uh, you get that, don't you? Yeah, do do you think you know they they obviously want to target? Uh, well, the target is that that pie in the sky target is seventy thousand members. Uh, probably more realistic is uh, fifty, then fifty five, sixty. Yep. Um, you know, it's quite important in the first few rounds to sort of get bank those wins to to get the people excited and and buying memberships. Uh, do do you think a bad start's definitely going to hurt that? No, but I think what might affect us is this business with the trains and transport yeah. generally for people coming anywhere south of the city um, and from parts of the east as well. Um, I know you had trouble getting into the game. Uh, my train wasn't running. It took the better part of an hour to drive from St Kilda to the MCG um, and quite a few people sitting around me also had issues and I would have thought that... Uh, because um, there are road works going on, there are tram works going on, and then there's uh, the trains as well. So it does limit people's um, capacity to get to the game, and I would have thought that's going to hurt crowds in the early rounds, uh, which includes, um, well, we'll see, but uh, you know, includes that Friday night game against the Bombers. It seems absolutely uh, ludicrous. I think it's a, I think it's four or five uh, lines uh, that are affected uh, by this. It was mine was uh, the only option is to take a bus, um, that which takes almost double the time, if not longer. Yeah, and there were thousands of people out on Punt Road waiting for those buses after the game. So. Oh, was there? That's crazy. Yep. Uh, what? So, um, 
what did you think of the crowd this week? I think they got just shy of 40,000. Do you think that was a, a good effort? Um... It was pretty good in the circumstances, yeah. And look, the problem was that if they'd shown the crowd number at siren time, it was probably half of that. Um, <laughs> you think everyone I, mean, I, could, I think I commented to you that there was no one there. And people, um, people were still coming well into the first quarter, and that's all because of the transport issue. Yeah. But the look, um, it's hard for us to see because where we sit as well, you can't see how many people are sitting upstairs as well. Um, you know, we can for me, we see we only see the southern stand, and you know, for Melbourne games, most of the crowds are on on the uh, Olympic stand side in in the MCC as well. Um, so sometimes it's a bit misleading just by us looking from where no, we that's sit true. looking out. But we uh, can see downstairs in the northern stand. Yeah, and yeah. We've got quite a bit of. Um, yeah, on either side, but yeah. Um, George is making George on the out is making the point that uh, supposedly premium membership sold out last October, which is true because they created new categories and seating. Um, uh, yet our Trident's area, he says, there are as many spare seats as last year, and uh, I can vouch for that too. Um, and certainly, uh, yeah, I know a couple of people that only come two or three times a year, Queen's birthday usually being one of them. Yeah, it's funny, so... the, the person who sits next to me uh, is, is never there. I mean, I've always got uh, two seats. I think they can't, they've come one to, once a year. Yep, uh, so... there's a few around us like yeah. that. So Anyway, that's uh, that's the way, way it is. Um, but it's good that uh, the club sold it out, so it's uh, yes. money in their pockets. Um. All right. Uh, if there's nothing else, we might uh, close it up a bit early this week, uh, and hopefully we come back uh, next week refreshed. Well, we won't uh, won't wallow in misery, will we? No. Well, I'll tr- I'll try not. To. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, there was a bit of criticism for Goody not is not reviewing the West Coast game. Yeah, I had... seems to have reared its head. I had that actually in my notes, and I, 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 I did forget to bring that up. I said... Where did I have that in my... Oh, I've already closed it, but I had in my notes. Do, do you think of what... Oh, we'll turn the music off for a sec. We can discuss this now. Um, so Goody made a, a, a quite a big deal. Well, not a big deal, but he was interviewed about it a few times, and, you know, he sort of made it clear that he didn't look... Uh, he didn't want to look at the um, review that game because he thought there was no point. Let's just move on uh, from it. But considering... Maybe that was just spin, though, no? What, are you saying they did look at it and, and dissected it? I reckon, it? of course, he would have looked at it. For what reason would he say that he didn't look at it and we're just going to move on? Well, I think, yeah, for a whole bunch of reasons. And part of it's just aimed at the membership. Um, of, you know, we've got to move on from this loss and let's get ready for buying memberships again in um, early next season. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be really surprised if you didn't look at it again. Yeah, look, I, ho- I hope they did because, uh, you know, the, I mean, not that uh, there were huge parallels between the two, you know, this round one and, and preliminary final, but I would hope they would have looked at sort of what happened in that game, that it wasn't just a, an aberration. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't believe, you know, I think Goody's pretty authentic with the media, yeah. but stuff like that I'd just uh, take with a grain of salt. 
Yep, all right. Now you've made me uh, upset again. <laughs> uh, should we find something good to finish <laughs> yeah, on? We, we might need to. Uh, I don't know, I'm a bit worried about the Geelong game. Um, I, you know, even though we played really well in that final against them, I don't think we're playing anywhere near the way we were playing even when we played them in Geelong last year and I thought we were very good for three quarters there um, until the last quarter. Um, I don't think we're anywhere near that team that, that played then. I can't see us winning at all. But it's round two and you don't want to be peaking in round two. You want no. to be peaking at round 16 or whenever it was that we played them last year. Um, in that game out at uh, at Cardinia. But even in round one last year, we lost that and I was disappointed, but I wasn't the same. We nearly won that game, and you know, but if not for Maxi's uh, errant uh, kick uh, for goal, we would have won that. And we're to, yeah, all right, it's round one. Let's, uh, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll As be... I say, restore a bit of pride. Back in the jumper, bit of dignity, play the kids, and look forward to 220. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, that'll be the last uh, Demon Land podcast for uh, 2019. We'll, <laughs> we'll be we'll back see. next week to discuss the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, um, all right. Thank you, Grave Viney, and uh, we'll be back uh, this time, same time next week. Uh, could be tears, it could be uh, tears of joy. Um, let's hope it's the latter. All right, great, Viney. Nice speaking to you, and we'll uh, see you next week. Thanks, Andy.